Hey there, welcome back to the Soul and Success Podcast. My name is Emily Roman, and in today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and talk about um, the category queens, how to stand out as an expert in 2024. We're not going to talk about 2023 because it's over. Let's just let's just kind of like wrap it up, close this year, and start over because uh, first and foremost, it is October 26th of 2023 and things are chaotic and it's crazy in the world and we're on the verge of World War Three, and, uh, you know, we have this, uh, you know, situation between Israel and Gaza and, and we have shootings in Maine and, and all these things that are happening in the world and, you know, uh, I really, I really just wish that we can just <laughs> press the reset button and start over. Um, unfortunately, we can't do that. And business must continue because if you are running a business, you are using your business and your income to rely, you know, you're relying on that to make a living and progress. Because even if war is happening and rumors of war are all over us, all around us, um, you can't stop, right? You can't stop. And yes, you know, take a pause from social media if you have to uh, remove your social media accounts and uh, try to stay away from all of the things that are happening. I know that my feed right now is flooded with all the things about the war, about Israel and all the things that are happening are horrible. And uh, a couple of days ago, I just couldn't stop crying at night because it's it's just, you know, it's just a lot. And um, I decided that I needed to take a step back because it was impacting my daily, you know, workflow and, and and life flow. And I wasn't really being present with my kids because every time I would see my kids, I would think about, you know, everything else that's happening around me and I can't change it. But what I can change is, you know, building and growing and, and planting seeds of impact so that way in the future, you can live a, live, leave a legacy of positivity, of change, of progress, and uh, hopefully uh, of the good news if you are a Christian. Uh, this is a Christian podcast, so uh, we're going to be talking about God. We're going to be talking about you know, the, the calling, the purpose of being in this world and uh, living through Christ. And, and what does that mean, right? I, I can't say that I am a seasoned vet <laughs> as a Christian, but, you know, I've been in the journey for over five years already. Actually, when did this start for me? Yeah, five years. And uh, I am pursuing God in everything that I do in my life, uh, in my business, in my career, and uh, in, in everything that I do. So, um, you know, how do we plant the seeds of impact, of positive impact, especially now that the world is, uh, you know, just going crazy, right? Going bonkers. And I think that in these moments, it's when we should as purpose-driven entrepreneurs and leaders hunker down and really focus intentionally on on creating strategies and then executing them um, with, you know, you know, again, with pure focus and just like basically with blinders on, right? Like, you know, I, I, I always thought about when I, when I first quit my job, 
to pursue entrepreneurship, it was because I had panic attacks and anxiety disorders and all these crazy things that were happening to me mentally. And also because I didn't really understand how I had to ask for permission to spend my time, uh, you know, like pay time off. I never really understood that concept. And fast forward as I started actually becoming more successful and I started to validate my services and my skill set and realizing that I could trade time for money at that time, you know, I realized that first and foremost, the anxiety and depression um, left because of God. Um, I started actually getting closer to him um, in 2018 right around the time that I got pregnant with Bella, a little, a couple of months before that. And, um, you know, throughout this journey, the depression went away, the anxiety went away, a lot of illnesses and things of that nature went away. And, you know, this is part of my testimony that, you know, as you start getting closer to God, God heals. And I, you know, as I kept on going, I started to realize that, And obviously, as I started making a lot of money, I started to realize that I could use this money for good. And I'll never forget me going to Funnel Hacking Live and Russell Brunson talking about how much they had donated to um, operations, Operation Underground. I think that's what it's called. Operations Underground Railroad or something like that. It's for child trafficking. And I... I was, first of all, I was shocked to learn all the statistics and the data about child trafficking and human trafficking, period. And I went into a rabbit hole with that. But I also was shocked that every dollar, like for every transaction uh, in ClickFunnels or something like that, they would basically donate a dollar to the, um, to that charity. And the money that is used in that charity is used on, you know, equipment, on the actual missions that they go to to rescue children all over the world. And this is the first time that I saw money doing good. Okay. I've never, I had never seen that up front. Like, I always was of the mindset that money was bad first. Like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, you know, they used to tell me that money was bad. Then I was of the mindset of that in order for you to make money, you have to work hard. And then, you know, every once in a while I'd go to church and they do tithing and I didn't believe in it. But then I went to this new church and my heart was open. My ears were open. My mind was open to hearing God and actually allowing God to do what he wanted to do in my life. And tithing is a biblical principle. And I started tithing and I'll never forget, this was, this was, this was after Funnel Hacking Live, the first time that I tithed $900 for that week. And I, um, you know, I, I struggled. I, this is the first time me actually talking about this in public, knowing that my platform is going to grow and that you guys are going to hear this episode and some of you are going to judge me for it, right? Because how many of us have been raised saying, you know, you shouldn't be talking about how much to tithe and, you know, if you do a good deed, don't talk about it. But I wanted to, I, I needed to share this with you because I want to take a pause here and just close your eyes if you if you are christian or if you are again if you're a purpose-driven entrepreneur close your eyes for a second and and imagine a day that you go to church and you tithe nine hundred dollars to that church 
right? Like, what is the feeling that that you are going to, that you imagine that you're going to get off of that, right? First and foremost, I cried. And I still get emotional to this day because, you know, $900 was what I used to get paid biweekly. And here I am, you know, putting a direct deposit on that. And, you know, I, at the same time, you know, take that away. I started thinking about what $900 are going to do in that church. The church at that time was growing and it's, it's still to this day, uh, shout out to Victory in Christ Christian Center. That's my church. Um, you know, till this day, I, you know, it, it's growing to this day and, and they, they do these things on Thanksgiving that, um, you know, they feed families and all that stuff. And I'm just like, wow, like the, these $900 are going to go to feeding families, doing the community work, doing all of these things. And this, this all, these all, all these things, right? From, from Funnel Hacking Live, seeing Russell Brunson, um, you know, donating a million dollars to the child trafficking organization, uh, the, you know, the anti-child trafficking organization, to me tithing $900 in one week, to then realizing that, wow, like it is, money is just a tool, right? And, and, and I could use this money to do so much good. And that is when I realized that there was a purpose behind me being an entrepreneur. There was a, perp- there was a higher purpose um, than just being an entrepreneur and making money to sustain my, my family. Cause I was already doing that at that time I was making anywhere. I don't remember exactly, but I definitely was making more than $40,000 a month. And I, I was like, you know what? Like my family's good. And, and yet how come I have this thing in my heart that like, I need to do so much more. Like I want to do so much more and I'm supposed to be doing so much more than what I am doing today. And I'm supposed to be making more money because this right here, I want to do more of this. I want to help grow the church even more. I want to help, you know, you know, if the goal to of that year was to of this year was to feed a hundred families for Thanksgiving, I want to be able to feed 100 families myself. You know, like with my with my blood, sweat and tears and with the help of God, I want to do that. Right. And, you know, fast forward. I didn't understand these things. Right. These things that I'm saying to you, there's a reason behind it. And I didn't realize it, but I know it now is that God planted those things, those desires to help and impact at that level because he wants me to glorify him and and he wants me to walk in this journey and walk through this, right? Whether it's good or bad, whether there are storms around me, whether I'm going through postpartum depression, which I am. Um, and he wants people to witness me. He wants people to see what's happening in my life through him. And, you know, as long as I glorify everything that he does for my life, because what's going to happen is, is that when you start doing good and uh, people are going to be like, what are you, what's going on? What, what are you doing that you are looking like you're glowing, that you're helping people, that you are prosperous, that you're, that you're happy, that you're smiling, right? That your children are healthy. What, what are you doing? What are you on? What are you up to? 
And how cool is it to answer back to that question that the biggest, most critical thing that changed was me allowing God to take over my life and just direct everything that I do and not move unless he actually says to move. And let me tell you, that is one really difficult thing to do as a business owner to like let go of control and truly have God be the CEO, the strategic mastermind behind all of this. Because most of the time, you don't know what the strategy is. You just have these little pokes in your soul and your spirit that things are supposed to go right or left or that you're supposed to slow it down or, you know, press the gas pedal. And sometimes you question whether it's your voice or it's actually, is it actually the Holy Spirit? And then, you know, there's other signals and you start praying. I mean, it's, it's a journey and I'm getting really excited about this. But, you know, the reason why you want to build impact and you want to stand out is because you want to change the world. Standing out is not about you know, you, it's not about being a self-centered, like it's not a self-centeredness. It's really about you showcasing that you are part of the kingdom and not just part of the kingdom, but you are an ambassador. So if you imagine like, you imagine an ambassador of a kingdom in another land, right? Which is the planet earth, which is the earth. It's the living world, right? The mortal world. How do you represent that kingdom? How do you represent the kingdom of God? You're not going to represent it being, you know, broke or 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 broken, you know? You want to you want to have a good presence. You want to represent the right way. And this is why it's such an important thing to stand out. And there and I'm still trying to figure out what standing out means, right? Because I've been very hesitant to to stand out to be an influencer that's why when you guys go to my new website which by the way it's about to launch soon um it says i'm a reluctant influencer and i am because i have been very hesitant to show up to share my story to share content to share my day-to-day because i again it's not something that comes natural to me but i have recognized as of the last couple of months that in order for me to do the work that i need to do and the impact that i strive to have and that i know that i'm called on to do i need to be able to stand out and again like i said i don't know exactly what standing out means and i'm probably going to get it wrong a couple of times like for example I used to curse a lot and I still do, but I'm trying really hard to change that about me because if I'm going to be a kingdom ambassador on this earth, even language, even the way I communicate has to change and it has to be elevated. So, you know, what are some of the things that today you're doing or not doing that are misrepresenting the your you like well misrepresenting God and the kingdom of God and how can you change those things it comes down to even being healthy are you on your health in are you the healthiest that you could be right because you know it it, it matters it matters um, and it doesn't mean that you have to be like this supermodel super fit person but are you progressing? Are you shifting? Are you changing? Are you growing? Um, not just in the word, right? Like, because that's the most important part. But like, are you growing in all facets of your life? Um, 
which is which is it, it's ultimately what you should we should be doing all all of us so you know part of being a category queen you know you've i don't know if you guys have heard of the term category king category kings are typically it's a marketing term that you know it, it is allocated to the 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 kings of an industry right so like apple amazon um you know whatever so uh yeah lost for words here but you know those big big corporate corporate uh corporations for me a category queen because here here's the thing the male our male counterparts have the ability to go out there and really like go kick butt right you like a, a ceo that is a male can easily go up into the ladder and move up and you know you know negotiate go into battle no no easy peasy right why and i'm gonna say something controversial here i think that a lot of these men that are highly successful either don't have a family and if they do they have a woman that is taking care of the family right and that that's an entire full-time job in itself but what happens to women that are business owners who are who have a calling to transform lives to lead to be leaders themselves and then also have a family and do all of the things we are not built that way we're built to have to do all like to to juggle the full-time job that it is to be a mom a nurturer a creator and on top of that we also have this calling to be a leader, an entrepreneur, and, you know, like a rainmaker, right? And a shaker, like a world shaker. Like we need to understand our capabilities, the capacity that we have to do things, our boundaries, our limitations, and then also pray around these things and pray for wisdom and clarity to be able to move accordingly to the, the limitations that you have. And so... Because of this, I I believe that a lot of women entrepreneurs that come into the online space and, and our service providers, they actually feel burnout because we are pursuing a business model that is not actually uh, made for us. We are thinking that grinding and hustling and spending those nights sleepless nights is going to be beneficial to us and so we say you know what we're gonna crank you know tons of content we're gonna show up we're gonna go to sleep late but we gotta wake up early in the morning to make breakfast make lunches for you know you know pack lunches and take kids to school while our husbands are going out there to work and then what happens right so it becomes a balancing act and the and the kind of like the 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 skills lean towards unhealthiness and leans to towards actually an overdraft of energy and an overdraft of creativity and an overdraft of health to to you as a person so instead of what you instead of you following that business model that you see on the online world a lot what if there was a business model where you could be a category queen right without having to compete against other because that's part of the other thing like a category king it basically creates a blue ocean right like it's a blue ocean so what if you can create a, a throne in your industry that you know doesn't have to worry about competition you do that through your personal or executive brand and i, I i'm going to talk a lot more about this but there's an entire blueprint 
to go from zero all the way to seven figures that I am currently implementing, but I'm kind of like at the end of this road, like, you know, I already hit the half a milli, you know, mark. I am now kind of unpacking the strategy to go beyond that. And what does that look like? That looks like, okay, now you you have all the, the you have your core capabilities, your core competencies, you know exactly what you do, you're a master at what you do, you don't have to, uh, you don't question your skills, and neither do people question your skill sets and your experience and things of that nature. Um, it, It almost comes down to like, to get a job or to get an opportunity, it boils down to whether you're a culture fit, and whether you're getting paid enough. Right. And you don't sit there and negotiate low. You negotiate high. Right. Like, no, you know, I'm going to I'm going to charge X amount of money. And, you know, it's 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 a place where you don't compete uh, against other women in marketing. Um, It's a place where you get to stand out in in the sense that you can actually scale your intellectual body of work. So that means that, for example, for me. I can teach marketing at scale. I can coach or mentor startup entrepreneurs or startup business owners to how to, you know, hire their marketing team, how to structure that. I can provide the, the standard operating procedures, the playbooks, the cookbooks. The, you know, I can provide the recipes for successful marketing frameworks and I can sell them at scale. I can license them. I can, you know, again, sell them as digital products um, to smaller business uh, businesses, but I can also sell the licenses to corporate. And I want you guys to understand that that happens after you actually master being an online service provider. Um, you know, there's a, there are a lot of miscommunication, misinformation out there about what you should be willing and not willing to do. Like some people talk about attraction marketing and all these other things. But attraction marketing is like such a young and it's just like a trendy term because really that what you're talking about is top of funnel strategies and uh, it's something that has to happen no matter what. And if you're those type of people that you think that you can manifest a million dollars in the next year without actually doing work, without doing follow-ups, <clears throat> without testing, you know, A-B testing strategies, messaging, without tweaking your positioning, pivoting, I mean, you're delusional and you, you need help. And this is why this podcast exists, because I want you guys to understand what's real and what's raw and what actually does work. And so big guru strategies like, you know, bro marketing strategies, even the Russell Brunson's, the Alex Hormozzi's, the Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world, that works for males. But what works for females, it's a completely different ballgame. And I wish that these male counterparts would be more grateful to the women behind them that are supporting them on day-to-day life to actually be able to fully focus on the business and like literally marry the business too. (laughs) And, you know, and also to the women. And I know that there are single women in, in this podcast and 
that are probably listening to me because you guys understand that I have the experience as a marketer. And I'm not trying to say anything bad. I'm not trying to attack you guys or you ladies. But not having children is also some a benefit, an advantage, or a different way. Like you guys also have the ability to spend more time in your business. However, because you are a woman, you should be taking care of your well well-being, your mental health, your physical health. Um and actually um uh, invest time on those things because it's important. You know, whether you're single or not, you are supposed to be taking care of yourself uh in that in that sense and and you know a lot of times, even with you being, a, you know, not having any kids or not being married or anything like that, where you're only fending for yourself, you can still fall in that rabbit hole of following those, you know, gurus and, um, you know, just following those that very unhealthy pattern of, of what success should look like. And what we don't understand is, is that number one, you know, the statistics are there for a reason, you know. The person, the the there's I think it's ten percent of of business owners in the United States make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's crazy, bro. Right? Like that's that's such a little like that's a minuscule number in comparison to how many business owners are out there. And so it, it's it's a combination of of strategy, right? Of good strategy, the right strategy, and luck. But if you are, if you have the bad strat, if you have bad strategy, and you are just gambling to to succeed or not, let me tell you that is the equation for you to get burnout and, and suffer from burnout in the next couple of months or even weeks. So I don't want you to do that. So this podcast is all about that, right? And I want you guys to understand that to stand out as an expert in twenty twenty four requires an intentional blueprint, right, for your success that number one puts you in a position to be a thought leader through an executive brand. And we'll talk more about that in the, in the coming episodes because this is going to be a whole series about standing out and like building that blueprint. Um, you also need to master your capabilities and your competencies, meaning how capable are you to deliver on the things that you say that you do and like what are what are your skill sets? Like do your skill sets match what you say that you do? Right? Cuz if you're a web designer and I go to your website, does your website look the part? And so this is this is this is part of coming to terms and being honest with ourselves. In the next 2 months, November and December, we're going to go through this podcast and we're going to go through this series of truly understanding what that blueprint looks like. And I hope you guys stick around. Make sure that you follow me on your preferred podcast platform. Um, I'd love to get some feedback on these episodes. Um, and feel free to join the Facebook group called the Female Marketer Society. Um, this is where we continue the conversation. And also, this is where we can chat and network. And I, uh, I'm around. So um, I hope to see you there. Talk soon.